United States of Lead is an informative podcast that may contain sensitive material and the occasional F-bomb. Listener discretion is advised. United States of Lead, a podcast about crime, mental decline, and the history of lead poisoning. This week, we are going to focus on something that just came out from the president, Joe Biden, which I just realized I should have had up. Hold on. Posted yesterday, which would have been December 10th, Grandpa Joe posted Quote, we're finally going to get rid of our nation's dangerous lead pipes thanks to the infrastructure deal. Every kid in this country will be able to turn on the tap and drink clean water. End quote. Now, <laughs> the problem here, I mean, obviously, yay, that they say they're going to get rid of lead pipes, but got a few questions. Where are those lead pipes going? They're not just going to disappear. Where are you putting them? It's not just lead that's making tap water unsafe to drink. As Lead Safe Mama pointed out, which highly suggests following her, she says, quote, this quote represents a fundamental misunderstanding of the concern. The pipes are only a small part of the problem. Fittings, fixtures, and other components of the water delivery system were allowed to be labeled as, quote, lead-free while containing up to 8% lead, thanks to regulations put into effect under the Bush administration. This only recently changed. Faucets, fittings, and fixtures up through 2020 can still have unsafe levels of lead in them, in components that contaminate the water, even if pipes are lead-free. You have to do the whole shebang, end quote. And that's what's the important part, is fixing just part of the problem isn't going to solve the problem. From June 17, 2022, they have a fact sheet on delivering progress for the lead pipe and paint action plan. So they, it's not only lead pipes, but they also have an action plan to get rid of lead paint. Yeah, I just really side with Lead Safe Mama, and I'm looking through this for the first time. And another dimension of that is if we're going to shut down a school to remove these pipes, what is the cost to that local district to move kids out of that facility mm -hmm. into another facility. It's much larger than just let's buy some new pipes. Mm -hmm. Even with a home, what it's six months. So if you're going to change out the lead pipes from that home, that it was six months off of residence, 
Well, and when you sent this to me, and when you texted me about this, what we were ch chatting about, and I sent back, how will we know there's a reduction in exposure because we're not testing now? I mean, I understand. I'm not saying we shouldn't do this. I'm not saying we shouldn't reduce yeah. lead exposure, but the fact that all of this stuff is still on us and is and this is, is just one part of it. It's, it's just, just one part water. of it. Yeah. You know, we've discussed how many different ways. Oh, that's something that actually just came out. So. My mom said in the news here, which we'll have to just have an episode on, there's a, an airport, one of those small mm -hmm. airports in Middleton, and it's a wealthier area, which is probably the only reason it's getting attention. They have a dramatic spike of lead poisoning because they're still using leaded gas in those small aircrafts. So that's that other thing where, you know, oh, leaded gas is banned. It's still used in, in military and right. those- We can't um, throw away those bullets. Yeah. <laughs> So we can't do just, it. It's just so frustrating because it's like, so yeah, so, okay, this is great, but so far behind and like, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer on it, but if you're mm -hmm. only doing the pipes, you're not fixing the problem. That's a lot of pipes. Where are these pipes going? What are you doing with them? Yeah, I, they can do this for 350 billion. We have wasted a lot of money. Yeah. Why not build a planet for a billion? Because that's what, <laughs> it's the same amount of effort. It's. Yep. Here's a breakdown. It says, quote, the Biden-Harris administration has announced more than $4 billion from the bipartisan infrastructure law funds and annual appropriations that can be used to begin replacing all of America's lead pipes while mobilizing additional resources and tools to get rid of lead. Ensure Americans can drink clean water and live in healthy homes, end quote. So clearly it's more broad than just the pipes, but. And that $4 billion is not pipes. That is the infrastructure plan. That's like all no. the roads. That's no, it says more than four billion from the bipartisan. So it is specifically. All right. So I'm pretty sure that four billion is specifically to it. Okay, I'm wrong. BPA allocating three billion in bipartisan infrastructure law funding to states, tribes, territories for lead service line replacement in 2022, calling on states to prioritize underserved communities. And then the Treasury is clarifying that $350 billion state and local fiscal recovery fund is provided to the American Rescue Plan to be used for lead service lines and lead faucet and fixture replacements. Okay. Oh, so fixture replacements too? Yeah, there's not. they're not identifying just pipes. I mean, it's, I'm reading not, not the facts, but the, uh, what is it? The announcement. Oh, okay. Nice. Oh, wait. <laughs> Is this from 2021? So the plan was in 2021 and his announcement was yesterday. So they're finally implementing it. They got the money and now they're finally doing the work. Okay. So we're reading the announcement from last year. Uh-huh. And do we know if all of this has made its way into, like, are we talking about billions of dollars or this 350? Okay, so $4 billion was taken from the infrastructure specifically for the lead pipes and additional resources in school to get rid of lead. So I, and so I think it's just overall lead reduction. So then they're saying, too, that there's $500 million for states and local government to reduce lead exposure to build healthier homes. States, and lo states can begin applying for the awards, which will target disadvantaged communities in line with the president's Justice 40 initiative. So that's a little unfortunate that it takes state effort to actually apply for it if they don't want to do it. 
Yeah, I'm always thrown off by this. In one of the fact sheets that we were looking at, it calls on HUD to offer these grants, mm-hmm. which are expensive. So if this is a federal grant, mm-hmm. all, every paintbrush, every gallon of paint, it all has to add up. So who is it that's going to be taking on HUD awarding grants to remove lead paint and other home health hazards in low-income communities to protect children and families? Yeah. Well, here's the other thing, too, like we've talked about, that our lead exposure is on the rise because of the regulation rollbacks. They're focusing on these things that are already there, but are they focusing on the things that are being produced now? You know, so much focus on this stuff, but like we said, lead is lead. You know, it was just as poisonous with the page and the gasoline. It doesn't mean that we're not being exposed through all the other sources. Yeah, love to see it. I mean, so in this fact sheet, it's not going to lay out Mm-hmm. how they will work with tribes mm-hmm. and low-income communities to protect children and families or whatever, but it's, well, love to see it. I don't know yeah, how they're so going to the do first, it. So like we said, like, so they lay out the plan that tackling lead pipes and paint with the mm-hmm. historic investments, making it easier to access funding, which is important because like we said with Chicago, I mean, it seems by design made it very difficult to actually access the tools that these families needed in order to make their homes safe. And I like, too, that there is such a focus on the tribal and native village infrastructure because it has been ignored. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't know how they're going to implement it. I mean, it was expensive to regulate the rollout of the vaccine. Everyone needed it. Everyone needed everyone in the country that has that breathes needed the coronavirus vaccine. Yeah. But instead of just giving it to everybody, mm-hmm. just show up and you get one. Oh, you got to show your insurance. If you don't have insurance and you got to like run through all this rigmarole. Yeah. Like I said, where it is now is where it should have been in the beginning. However, maybe they learned and that's what's happening now. Yep. Love to see it. So here's the other thing, too, that I think is important is when discussing lead in schools and child care centers, it says that mm-hmm. the Department of Health and Human Services and Administration for Children and Families and the EPA are collaboratively developing a series of three training webinars on lead testing and remediation in drinking water throughout child care and early childhood facilities using the three T's, which is training, testing, and taking action. The webinars will provide presentations from the HHS and EPA alongside interactive tools and case studies. This is huge. Yeah, that's great. Because what we say, I mean, people just don't know about it and people don't even know what the side effects are. Well, and they also can't afford to test their water. Yes, the biggest thing, testing, training and testing. You can't test, you know, every time your kid goes to a new playground. That's Mm -hmm. the other big thing, closing gaps in childhood lead testing. Okay. The CDC is working with pediatric environmental health specialty units to raise awareness and serve as a place for lead referrals and screening. The pediatric environmental health specialty units are a group of environmental health specialists who provide medical information and advice on environmental conditions that influence reproductive and children's health. They are academically based and typically at university medical centers, which is also huge. Because great. That's where so much of this is coming from, are those lead research centers at universities. And also the CDC and Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services are also planning a state-to-state learning webinar to showcase the efforts of two to three states that have undertaken efforts to increase lead blood screening rates. 
The CDC and CMS will identify examples and platform to share approaches, best practices, lessons learned, and encourage coordination across state agencies to consider implementation of levers to increase blood lead screening rates. Again, another big thing that we keep talking about, but as we mentioned, saying and doing are two different things. So this is where we have to keep an eye out for this. Absolutely. Another big thing they say is developing new regulations to protect communities from lead and drinking water. So just what we were talking about, these rollbacks and the levels, and there is no safe amount of lead, but the amount of lead that is allowed in certain products and water is just unacceptable. Oh, and this is big too. Like, so to further protect children from lead, the EPA is working to revise the 2021 dust lead clearance levels and the related 2019 dust lead hazard standard final rule. These rules provide important provisions to protect children from exposure to lead dust on floors and windowsills. The hazard standards are used to identify a dust lead hazard and the clearance levels are used to demonstrate adequate cleanup after abatement activities. And these apply to pre-1978 homes and child care facilities. The court sent the previous administration's 2019 rule back to the EPA to redo and ensure the levels are protected. So they did identify that those levels were adjusted. Thank God, because (laughs) they really messed with that. And it says that they plan to propose revisions to the rules in 2023. And like I've mentioned before, that's where my daughter got her elevated levels from and had no idea that that was even a thing. So the other important thing I want to see, though, too, is like, so once you identify this lead poisoning, making sure that parents have free, accessible tools and resources to combat the effects of lead poisoning, specifically with brain development. Right. And again, I love that, you know, this focusing on the kids, but we really do still have to pay attention to the effects that it has on adults. Yeah, we should test every boomer. God. Well, I mean, they did say Medicare, so that makes me wonder. Maybe they will. This is pretty comprehensive. You know, I'm a little doom and gloom sometimes, but this is... uh... If this is making Paul optimistic. The idea that there's the creation of a cabinet level authority for lead reduction and that there's actual build outs within the department, both the Department of Education and Health and Human Services and the EPA and the Department of Agriculture. So this is. That testing too is pretty big. Yeah. Like I said, that training, because you don't, you only know what you know. And if you don't have the resources. Yeah, this seems holistic. Like they're really taking a holistic approach to this. Love to see it. I just want to see more of a focus too on the resources. So yeah, once you identify that you have elevated levels, there needs to be something that is free for parents and children to combat those side effects. If this is all real, like everything on this White House fact sheet, Mm -hmm. if this is all real and this is all coming in, the infrastructure plan... A plus, this is awesome. It's a great start. It's really amazing. But even though it's in law and it's funded, my concern that now is the pushback on what this will look like as a rollout. Like this isn't just webinars and crappy Kool-Aid and a couple of, of meetings. Like this needs to be a significant disruption to a lot of people's normal day. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there'll be a pushback on that. And then we're talking about a build out at a cabinet level and a build out of governmental agencies to support the state. Yeah. 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 To support these state and locally run 
effort and uh i live in a state where they tried to go to justice barrett to demand that we don't get the funds for the financial aid help i'm imagining someone like if my state has the opportunity to buy bibles reject it (laughs) bibles aren't made of lead let's get those that's that's how Uh, we're gonna stop lead exposure that makes me nervous is leaving it to this but then again even though there were legislators who did that. Our governor, who mm-hmm. was a public educator, I know is going to be like, boom, on it. So that's the one saving grace is that we have a governor that's going to be all about getting our school safer. This too, I think is important to highlight. So it says together, their leadership vision and actions are removing lead from water and homes, creating good paying jobs and supporting low income and communities of color disproportionately impacted. I think that good paying jobs is part of this task force. So they're Let's also, yeah. So if they're getting new jobs and then showing, again, the education is the most important. Most people just don't think that this is a thing anymore. They don't understand how severe lead is still affecting our society because there's that misinformation illusion that once leaded gas was banned, which again, still in certain mm-hmm. airplanes and it's still being used, whether or not it's commercially used. People just don't know. And so I would love to see this. And so even though this isn't in the new, like, even though, okay, Biden had that, this was out, what, what was it? June, 2022. I saw that there was something about lead, but like it, it didn't make big news, but this is huge. Yeah. So that, but it just shows that it's not on people's radar as being big. If half of this is real, it should be a really big deal. Guessing all of it is real, but you know, I'm worried about this getting into the news and it's like, disruptions at schools as opposed to teachers focusing on testing the bodies of their students like what well like we mentioned too we see the wound (laughs) cleaning the wound is gonna sting and it's gonna be uncomfortable but we're not gonna get the wound cleaned unless we actually treat it great let's and this is treating it so i'm sure yeah it's probably gonna be those schools like the trailer classrooms you know, like that kind oh, of yeah, stuff, yeah, but, you know yeah. what I mean? People with homes, I hope to God it's, you know, Airbnbs or hotels, even though it's uncomfortable, man, if it's getting the lead out of your home and the government's paying for it, do it, you know, stuff like that. Just the testing alone. I mean, cause how many people like have to pay for that on their own? That's BS. Yeah. If you have a child and they have elevated lead levels, it should be at no expense to you. Cause it is not your fault. There should not be products made with lead. We should not have our pipes having lead. We should not have lead paint in our house. Even if the remedy is painting over it is absolute BS. Having your windows installed. I mean, all that stuff. And all these people are supposed to be following these protocols. But again, when the Trump administration pulled the necessity for education on it, why would anybody know? I'm going to be hopeful. I think this is big. And like, I see Lead Safe Mama's point, but if they specifically talk about that, I'm going to have good faith that they know it's more than just the pipes. And I think this is more because it's social media. He kept it short because it's like going sure. into the nuances when people don't even understand that lead no. poisoning is an issue. This just <laughs> happened with us. I, you know, we're reading the highlights. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. But looking into this language, it's like, wow, this is a big, this is big picture thinking. Yeah. This is the kind of thinking that we've been talking about. So, yeah. and it's the kind of dollars needed. Like these are, yeah. this is certainly a billion dollar issue. And I think too that Pete, I always say, I always want to say Pete Buttigieg. I always say his name wrong. It's sure. Buttigieg, right? Buttigieg. 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 
Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. Oh, I wish his name was easier to say because I think he should be president. He mentioned years ago, no one, no one could say Al Qaeda. So oh. great comparison, Paul. <laughs> not a, it is a good comparison in that people couldn't say things, and then now we're like, oh yeah. As soon um, as he runs for president, he'll just be. Oh, but yeah, he, he mentions that because he was talking about truckers. I can't remember, but there was something specific that when the infrastructure bill was going on and he had briefly touched on it. But because, too, I feel that he is somebody who looks at everything. Big picture. Yeah, he's a big picture guy. That is also a, a very reassuring aspect to me because he looks at all the parts of the problem and not just the problem and handles it in a very comforting way. I just love seeing him clap back at, at people that need a clap back. This is what I told you, though. He takes it from a, how you would approach a child, like a teacher would approach a child. That is how he responds to people. He's the example to look at because he does it so well. He identifies it and then he redirects. And that is exactly what you're supposed to do is focus on the issue. This is the issue, not what yeah. Bobby's doing in the corner. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to remain hopeful and positive. I think cool. this is amazing. Like I said, please check out the link to this White House statement. And we didn't get into everything specifically, but it lays out a lot of the specific fundings and how it's going to be distributed. But again, the most important thing we do have to note is that this falls on the states applying for this aid. So it is important that state by state, whatever state you're in, that you're looking to see where your state's at with applying for this funding, because that's the scary part to me is that <laughs> it relies on each state to actually follow through. And as we know, certain states want to be, quote, independent mm -hmm. access and just completely destroy the infrastructure for their citizens who they should care about and apparently don't. Whoever's doing Joe Biden's social media is really smart at what they're doing. <laughs> I just went onto his page to find that. And I'm just scrolling through right now. But man, he's so old. He's so old. He's so old. He has to step to. So this is great. This is a really nice vision for something that could happen. And I'm really happy about that. But this is another part of the Band-Aid that has to get ripped off. Here's my you've visualization. Got, you've got to share the power. They have to step down. So I believe in, you know, visualization and manifestation. So okay. I'm visualizing he's like, he's signing the end of his book. Yeah. He's closing it and he's handing it to Pete Buttigieg. Did I say it right? Yeah. You don't think he's handing it to Kamala? Kamala Harris? No, I think they know that she wouldn't win. Yeah. I, I hope they know that. Trust me. I am all for a woman of color being that's president, not, yeah. but yeah. that's not, we just have to be realistic at this point. Keep her as VP. I'm all for that. But sure. I just think realistically with where we're at as a society. She ain't going to win. She's not going to win. She ain't going to win. And that sucks. But, you know, reality well, sucks sometimes. <laughs> but we're going to get there. I don't think that it means that it's not going to happen. I just think that we need to elect Pete for president. It has such a good ring to it. Pete for president. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to United States of Lead hosted by Andrea Elizabeth and Paul Kramer. Just a quick disclaimer, Andrea and Paul are not experts in lead poisoning. We do ask that you check our sources and read up a little bit more on your own. Thanks again for listening.